Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep so deep like a heartbeat, like a bench player. Man, you never want to start me. Not hardly do you ever scar me. Still, I smoke blunts like I was with Bob Marley. It's ungodly how I go hard. See, pass me the car key. Let's go fucking party. Okay. Where niggas be at drinking on McCarthy. Uh-huh. Where bitches act wild like they on Marley. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of Hip Hop Heads Podcast, H-Cubed up in this bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we are back. Another album review for yes, you. sir. And it's this time we've got Foxy Brown, Il Nana, Il Nana. circa 1996. Jesus Christ, I was about three years old when this came out. Shit. <laughs> Not to make any one of y'all out there feel old. Anymore. I'm saying, but that's what you're doing, so go I'm ahead. <laughs> Passively, but whatever. We'll be all right. Yeah, nah, but nah, definitely, uh, Il Nana, uh, I have heard, I had heard her name Foxy Brown multiple times. I honestly had never heard any of her music up until the time that we reviewed the album. Um, but yeah, nah, so that's, that's the genre we're doing today. And <clears throat> this is one of my first few albums that I had oh, right? in hip hop. Uh, and it's one of my favorite albums of all time. It's just a fucking very well done album. And <clears throat> I've always liked Foxy, like as a female MC more so than Lil Kim. Cause not everything was about fucking yes, dick. dog. That's the one thing that I was gonna say. I was like, dog. You know what's crazy about this? That I don't. I mean, and it's not to say that I have anything against female MCs, but I just feel like when you hear, when you listening to somebody rapping about fucking and sucking dick, even though I'm not to say it's not to say that she doesn't ever rap about it. Yeah, it, but it's nowhere near as much. It's as, not the focal point. Yeah, it's not the focal point. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you can say that. <laughs> and again. I understand that Jay might have wrote a lot of these lyrics, and he's not gonna talk about you know shit like that. Yeah, but, but even in her song, even in her albums later, when she doesn't have Jay writing for her, she's still like that. Like she'll talk about you know, you know, I got big tits, yeah, and my, and my pussy won't come lick. But you know, like it, she goes back to what the fuck it was. Yeah, like that song specifically is a song about fucking. So right, right. <laughs> even even uh, one of the jokes in here, I think our uh, Fox Boogie, she talks about like you know all like pretty much. That's like the player, female player song. Yeah. But even then, it's not like nothing like, you know. It's not bad. It's yeah. just like, I get my shit, I do yeah. my thing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and get it started uh, with the intro, number one. Uh, the Chicken Coop, uh, which basically introduces a whole rack of people who are not on this album. <laughs> hey, that shit threw me the fuck off. <laughs> I was like, on this, right? So, yeah, it, it introduces the group called Crew, C-R-U, who was like a... I think a two-man rap duo. I mm. uh, only had one popular song that I really knew of, so I didn't really know them beyond the little part that they played on here. Yeah. <clears throat> and that song that we knew from back in the day. But she also talks about Nas and The Firm. Now, The Firm was a group that they created with Nas, Foxy, AZ, and Cormega later on. I think... I can't remember who replaced Cormega. Not off the top of my head for some reason. But uh, that's what the group started out with, right. and they introduced all of them as the firm. Yeah, I was about to say because uh, you know you hear her uh, talking about the firm, the, the, you know most of the album. Oh yeah, the whole the first song is it's called "Letter to the, the firm. firm." Yep, and uh, pretty much is, that's more or less like a vow in her commitment to you know exactly. Just that's okay. Move right into number two. Sure. Number two. <laughs> yeah, she said like a vow and a commitment to be down for her niggas yeah. in the firm. Yeah, uh, pretty much telling niggas, like, "Look, dog, I know you my nigga, dog, but this is what I'm wearing." And I mean the chorus is dope. Let me see. Yeah. It's um, oh, I can't remember 
rub it off the top of my head. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. I'm just too high. Quiet down for mm-hmm. I'm live for my niggas. Oh, yeah. And if I got to make a, if I got to take the stand, I'm alive for my niggas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That sounds like some shit that a nigga might rap. Yep, you know exactly. what I mean. So that's why I feel like uh, yeah, you felt like, like you felt like he wrote this joint, but this is one of the few yeah, on here that he didn't have did. no writing credit. No, nah, no. Nah. What I was gonna say was this is why I felt like what, I, what we were saying earlier that like Foxy doesn't necessarily bring all the wild, you know, talking about sucking dick and fucking this shit all the time. Like, sometimes it's like some shit like this. Yeah, exactly. So, <clears throat> and I love the fact <clears throat> she sampled um, uh, Isaac's Hayes, <clears throat> um, uh, Ike's mood, and yeah, and he. She also sampled Mary J. Blige. I can love you, or I love you. So those are two samples put what, together. Is it, was it like was the was the Mary? Uh, you said Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Was it? Uh, it was. I think it was the piano job. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, very strong opening track in my opinion, lyrically and beat selection wise. Yeah, <clears throat> and um. She literally bodies each verse yeah, on this yeah, and can't I, even fake. I, I, and even though it was kind of like a slower type of song in a way, I feel like her delivery and her her like aggression kind of like definitely pushed the song exactly to where it needed to be. All right, and number three <coughs> is Foxy's Bells, which samples LL Cool J "Rock the Bells," uh, and basically models the chorus right off of that joint. Um, the beginning opening joint is basically almost the same, except it's about her. Right. Um, she's got good verses on this joint. Good switch up on the rhyme style, and I mean the beat is a classic beat. So I mean you really can't go wrong with it. Now I hate. I'm. I promise this is the last time I'm gonna bring this up. But when I heard this song, immediately I thought Jay Z, dog. And again, <laughs> I don't know if I already said this on this joint when we started recording, but I wasn't even like I, again, like I said, I had heard Jay Z and uh and uh, Foxy Brown's name. Yeah. Before, right? But I never knew what what the you know what the context of it was. Yeah. And then I was like, hold on, this sounds a lot like Jay Z. And sure enough, <clears throat> I looked up that it was Jay Z. But again, that's the last time I mentioned Jay Z on this album until we get to his song where he's on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, definitely this joint was tough. I feel like um, uh, uh, the little intro that ultimately you just showed me was uh, L. Cool J who yeah who did the thing. He she just kind of switched it up pretty much. Um. And she killed it. She bodied every every joint. Oh yeah, so, for sure. Every verse on the joint. So I fuck with the joint. And even even like the the hook being as simple as it is, I feel like it just it just rocks. It rocks like shit. I mean, again, you never go wrong with a classic. And honestly, she just remixed the exact classic and just made it hers. So you know, yeah. I'm with good you. luck on. I mean, good <clears throat> good shit on that. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, number four is "Got to Get You Home with Me Tonight" featuring Blackstreet. Yeah. And uh, that, of course, was the big radio single from this joint. It's uh, one of the better songs, one of the best yeah, songs on this joint. I would say so. Um, the video is classic. Everything about this song is classic. It's one of my favorite songs of all time, too. Uh, the beat goes hard as fuck on this joint. It's a very smooth, but it's like a smooth ride-out beat. Yeah, no, nah, it definitely is a smooth ride-out joint. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I fuck with the joint. I honestly don't know who Blackstreet is. and. You, Oh, yeah, they're an R and B group from the um. Remember, no diggity. That's that's. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, oh, well, there you go. But yeah, not you know, and it's funny because like at first I couldn't tell if this was because you know how like with rap it kind of it'll be some shit that sounds sweet, but it'll, they'll be saying some wild shit. <laughs> yeah, I thought she was saying because you know I, I I think the second verse she's like something something take you home, but I got plans for you later. I thought she meant that she was gonna rob the nigga. Oh. <laughs> because she was like she was gonna split up with her man, but she was gonna rob the nigga later or some shit like that. Oh know. yeah, she said. Baby boy, yeah, she said I got plans for you. Yeah, no, nah, it's basically turning them yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. was the turn. Yeah, because I mean, like you listen to like the one the one verse where she's like, um, 
We jumped in the ride. Uh, hand started sight season up my thigh. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, no, that was that, that, that was a joke it. to let you know yeah. exactly where she was trying to do that. But um, nah, this song is a great song all the way around, classic song. Nah, definitely, definitely. I, I, I honestly, again, I hadn't heard this song. I seen the star on my Apple Music, so I figured, and also the sound of it, it just sounded like the single. You know what I mean? So well, yeah. But it, but it wasn't one of those singles that was whack. It was it was hard. I they were know. really good. The '90s rappers were really good about having a very radio friendly single that, was still, that a good still was a really yeah, good that, song. Yeah, you know what? That's true. That's true. Because I feel like later on, it, you could you almost couldn't tell the, the difference back in the day. What was the single until until you uh until you I guess saw the music video yeah. or whatever or heard it on the radio. Yep. But I feel like nowadays you go through an album, you'd be like, okay, okay, that's gonna be the radio. That's gonna hit. be the radio hit. This is gonna be whatever, fuck. You know yep. what I mean? So I, I agree. Because there's very few albums out there now that, uh, with the exception of like a few people, that more than two radio hits really chart yeah. off of the album. Like, yeah, long gone are the days where somebody has like five out, five singles on their album become radio hits. You know, right? So, no, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> All right, number five is the Promise featuring Havoc, who's another fucking dope ass uh, lyricist from New York. Yeah. Uh, Havoc's verse is dope as fuck. Although it is the shortest verse on here. Uh, and Foxy follows up with two verses that are great. Uh, the second verse, I feel like it started out a little slow. But it, of course, picked back up. Um, mafia style shit, dog. Like, straight mafia style shit. That's one thing about this whole album. Is it's, like, very mafia nah, out. It definitely has that, like, and that's why the it's... Black mafia. This is, yeah. This is one of them joints that, like, again, I feel like that's why niggas don't mind listening to some shit like this every now and then. Because it's like, it does it just, I don't know. Like, I, I call, what I call it, I call it like, like, armed robbery slash home invasion music. <laughs> yeah. It just gives you that vibe. <laughs> Even if you've never committed an armed robbery in your life, it just gives you that vibe. Like, Alright, we might go do this shit. Right? Yeah. Set up this mafia setup style <laughs> shit. I love this. Like, that's the type of hip hop I grew up with. Like, niggas setting niggas up in skits. Dog, yeah. And there'd be a whole song about it. <laughs> and that's literally what the next one is. Uh, with, with the, uh, but, but, to keep talking about uh, the promise though yeah um i fuck with the joint i felt like it had a very uh only thing i would say is i feel like i had a very distinctive mid-90s sound like yeah like i almost want to say it kind of sounded like a i don't know it was a certain sound it kind of reminded me a lot of like my beat type of song i mean they were they ran around in the same circles because it was like another reason that i like foxy but not also not because she didn't talk about herself fucking and shit like that all that much that she was lyrical and that she went off on the more Less likely radio friendly beats, which is the more underground style. So I always right. figured she, I always see saw oh, yeah. her more as more un- towards the underground. Yeah, this beat was definitely like yeah, underground. Yeah, exactly. Beat, and sure. it was like it was like if you were into Nas, if you were into A Z, Cormega, uh, Mob Deep, like uh, any of them, those were the people that you expected to hear yeah, Foxy yeah. with because those that's the type of shit she rhymed over back right. in the day. She wasn't on that pop shit like Lil Kim switched to. Like she yeah, stayed no, yeah, on nah, that. She does, and that's what I'm saying. That, that, that's why this really kind of like surprised me. I was like, oh damn, there's not really too many. Like the only joints that are like really, uh, I guess, fem- like uh, like poppy kind of songs are uh, uh, honestly to get you home, home. Yeah, and maybe maybe no, no, I wouldn't even say Fox Boogie. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, yeah, probably get you because even I'll be is not really that poppy of a sound. What'd you say, you it's, say? I, it's it's more it's definitely more of a radio friendly hit, but I wouldn't have said that it would some it would have been something that you know I, I don't think it is that like big popish sound. It's it's definitely still more hip hop, no, but it has the seventies um, 
the 70s we'll get into the, what, it's, yeah. what the sample is but that 70s vibe gives it more of that poppy song because it was right. more of a pop song that they sampled from that makes sense yeah then like a soul joint or <laughs> exactly or um, but yeah but the next one which we were talking about a little bit was uh, the intro to uh, the song after that which is If I yeah this um, is called yeah. the setup again yeah the setup and again it's pretty much just her walking into a restaurant with her dude no, it's not just a restaurant it's the shark bar now, if you were a nigga that listened to hip hop in the '90s and you primarily listened to New York hip hop, go back. All these niggas talk about the Shark Bar. I've never. Everybody ever talks about the motherfucking Shark Bar at one point. It was ridiculous. So, but, like everybody who was a rapper at the time, it was a, a they, Shark Bar. That was line. the spot, I guess. What well, skits were just like no, it was they reference it. it. Was, they would reference it in music. They would always bring it up. Like I have I've heard it in more than one skit. Like I'm gonna look that shit up. Cause I want to say that uh, some with um, uh, Capone and Noriega's album was dealing with the Shark Bar too. But uh, but yeah, this is basically just her and her man go out to the restaurant, and she basically <laughs> sets him up to yeah, get killed. So, yeah, literally, <laughs> that's literally it. Bitch takes a phone call, and this nigga yeah. gets rolled up on. <laughs> and then she gets the nigga mad beforehand too, talking about yo. I think this ain't gonna work out. If I could take this back, I, I would. Like I would. <laughs> and then obviously I that go slides into the literal chorus of the next song. Yeah. If I, because the chorus is, if I could take this back, I would. If I could rewind the time to when it was all good, I yeah. would. Like that joint. Now, nah, but you know what's funny? Like even though I thought this, like this is probably one of my favorite songs in the album. I would oh, say. mine too. Yeah. Like um, because I feel like it's a very well done song all around. I feel like it's one of the more deeper songs. Yep. A uh, retrospective type of song. Yeah. Uh, and even though, you know, she kills, ultimately kills her dude, and that's what, she, you know, but I feel like, you know, she doesn't really talk about that. Like, she talks yeah. also about, like, uh, past friend. And, all the good times yeah, that yeah, it exactly. was before the, the dumb shit happened. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, one of, honestly, one of my favorite songs on the joint. No, it's, it's legit one of the better songs. On, I mean, one of the best songs on the album. It's, like you said, it's just deep as fuck. Like, yeah. it's, it's vicious. Yeah. I um, oh, shit, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh, the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> uh, number eight is the chase, <laughs> and uh, the beat is this, simple, beat. but it's dope. It's, it's just yeah. oh my god, I love this song hard. so it hits much. Hard as shit, and the chorus is hard as fuck too. It's a story about kidnapping, shooting, and other mafias type yeah. of shit. Like it's the same black mafia yeah. shit. It's yeah. the firm, baby. It's the firm, baby. <laughs> no, and, and honestly, the great thing about this album is. She keeps the same kind of energy throughout the whole album, <laughs> the entire it's, thing. You don't, you don't get no, no rest styles except for like, uh, like I said, get me home, and that's about it. Yep. So, but yeah, nah, and it was like she used her sex appeal, but it wasn't the main thing about her. The main thing about her was her gangster. Yeah, you gotta love that. You gotta love it. Exactly. Right? So I, I'm with you. I fuck with the chase. I think the beat, like you said, it was simple. Oh yeah. But it was hard. Like it's just hard hitting joint. That's one of them joints you could literally just windows open, cranking, yeah, cru- like cruising, cruising, bro. driving. I love, love this album, dog. I fucking love it. I'm sorry. I'm with you, <laughs> Next one uh, is number nine, which is uh, Il Nano, the title track. Yep. Featuring Method Man. The only yes, thing I'm going to say about this, and I know you appreciated this one because Meth was on it. Oh, of course. But what the fuck was the Meth verse? Yeah, he just did the chorus. Yeah. And that yeah. was one thing that always bothered me about I, this I, I'm about to say, I know... Especially when he was younger, because he because like, I, I knew about Wu way before I knew about Fox. Right, so right, it was right. just like, okay, Mess is gonna be on this joint. Bet. I bet it's about to be it's about to be over. Yeah. And all he did was sing the chorus. Yeah. I was and, so and I was just a, look. The song is dope, right? But I just feel like why use Method Man on on a, on a such a simple? Because on top of the fact that it's a simple ass hook, <laughs> you could have <laughs> yeah. anybody. You could have a no name. I was saying. There, 
But I will say that Foxy kills her verses on this drink. Yeah, I agree. Like, it's flat out, she destroys them. Like, it's, she, oh god, this bitch can rap on this drink. Yeah, no, nah, and, and she's so low key, like, for real. Nah, I, I, I think she does a real good job at riding, riding the beef. Oh, all yeah. the beef she gets on, too. So that's, that's one of the things about her. And, and she keeps that, just the aggression and just like writing it, writing your face type of flow. So it's just, it's, it's sharp and everything. So. Exactly. She's dope. <clears throat> right, number okay. ten is No One's, and uh, samples the SOS band. No one's gonna love you. And like, this is one of the slower joints. Yeah, it's one of the, it's, it's it's like it's pretty much the really only slower joint she had on here. I mean, like I guess Get You Home could be considered a slower joint because it's more in that vein. But this is the real yeah. slow yeah, joint. I would say so. And again, the uh, the chorus plays off the sample of No One's Gonna Love yeah. You. But I mean, it's 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 dope put together, and lyrically, she's got great voice verses. Yeah, I think her best verse is the third one. Yeah, no, nah, this this one was dope. Um, like I said, it was, it was I guess it was like a, a good switch, um, switch up. I guess in the middle of the album. Yeah, but, another uh, lovey song, you know. Yeah, gotta, yeah, nah. And again, it's it's you gotta understand there's labels behind all of this shit. Oh so yeah, like, yo, you're not gonna just get away with rapping all <coughs> over this. Like, oh yeah, because you because you, you have your sexy feel, so we don't have to some somewhat do something exactly. About that. So, but no, nah, this, this one was dope. I fuck with the joint. Um, but yeah, definitely one of the slower joints. Yep. And uh, the next one, which is uh, featuring Kid Capri. Yep. This uh, is the Kid Capri. Yo, for the longest time, I had heard his voice on shit, and I, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yep. And so Kendrick, I think, put him on his on on damn. Yeah. And that's when I found out. And I was like, I was like, I haven't heard Kid Capri in a minute. Like what? But, but he used to be on a lot of shit back in the day. Like his was one of those voices that was like he wasn't a rapper, but it's like he was a DJ or you so, know. What was he? Was it producer? Was he like a mixtape? I think he was. He was definitely a, a mixtape guy. Uh, I, I think he was a producer too, but I'm not 100 percent on that. Okay. But uh, yeah. but yeah, Fox Boogie is the name of the song. <clears throat> uh, the dope is. I mean, the dope. <laughs> the beat is dope, yeah, it's and it's funky as shit. Like literally some 70s sounding shit. Because yeah. what the Jones on is. Let me hear. That joint was vicious. Yeah, right. nah, it was dope. It was it's dope. a cool, it's a cool throwback to some shit that we already knew. You know nah, what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Again, it's it's a cool song, it's a chill song, and I, I feel like again she just did a real good job at, at, at making just like I, I don't know. She just hold on, let me, let me get, <laughs> get your shit together. <laughs> yeah, I was I was talking faster than I was thinking. I got you. But yeah, now um, Fox Boogie, I, I feel like um. She just—it's a chill song, and like again, it just talks about her, uh, uh, more or less pimping, out being out here doing her thing. Again, not too wild with it, but yeah. she definitely did her thing. Facts. Uh, number twelve is another one of my favorite songs, and another one of the biggest songs on the album. I'll be featuring Jay Z, uh, which features the song "I'll" or it samples the song "I'll Be Good" by Renee and Angela. If yeah. you haven't heard that, that that song bangs. That's a seventies jam, right there. I'm not even going to lie. But the way that they mixed, remixed it into this joint, it's a classic. Nah, it was, nah, it was dope as shit. I, I felt like it, it had a really like, what like was it? I don't know, if it's, I don't know the year exactly, but like an older school like hip hop type of vibe. Yeah, this was like, I want to say like, yeah, it's a '96. This came out '96. No, so I'm talking about like, I don't know. It just, it, I, I felt like it felt like it was even older. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it had because the, 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 the drums on it too, and yep. like how you said it was like a little bit more poppy and shit. Yep. I feel like it had that kind of vibe. Too. And of course, the the chorus was was dope because it hit you with the "I'll be good" singing, and then Jay Z drops in, and his it's 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 a dope chorus. Like it is a dope chorus. Uh, 
and Jay Z compliments Foxy Brown very much on this joint. I feel like yeah. they should have done more songs together. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. Yeah, because I think they only did two that I can think of. They did Sunshine on Jay's album, and then they did this. Did they have like some sort of? Was it? Was that like? Was there some kind of beef? Like, cause I, I, I'm, I'm guessing. I think Jay there was, was a falling out after a while. I'm, I'm guessing Jay wasn't with, with Beyonce. No, this is way, way long time ago. And I remember, actually, yeah, there was some type of falling out. I really can't remember what it was. But I remember there was this big thing because when he was the the, the president of Def Jam, he signed Foxy back to uh, Def Jam. But that was, like, right before she lost her hearing temporarily, before she got it fixed or whatever. That, that, that happened? Oh, yeah. She, like, had some weird disease or some weird affliction where, like, she just lost like sixty percent of her hearing or some shit like that, oh, and then they did some surgery and they corrected it. Right. So she's able to hear a lot. You know, she's able to hear back to like I. I don't know how much normal levels because I've never really heard it discussed. Right. But she was able to go in and make music again. So. Right. Right. I'm with you. But uh, now this classic ass song, classic ass video. I mean, I you know honestly, I I had never heard it until we was uh, really yeah. And, yeah. But, and, and it's funny because when I looked when I looked it up, this is I think the biggest song on. on yeah. On albums, yeah. Like how, how popular it yep, is. Yep. Yep. Definitely. And that was all off the the, the uh, strength of Jay Z, really. Because Get You Home came out first, but uh, okay. but I, uh, I'll be was the bigger hit. Would Would you say uh, would, this is this was her debut album? Right? Yeah. Uh, did she have another one? After this? Uh, she so had three more after this, I think. Yeah, three more. But so, would, but would you say that this was like her, her biggest album? I would say this is definitely her biggest and best album okay. like she her other albums are pretty good like I, her second album is okay is uh yeah no uh, china, china doll is the is the one that's okay broken silence is actually really good but it's still like it, it's like to me it's like almost on par with il nana oh, okay. <clears throat> and then i think uh it's brooklyn's don diva or brooklyn's oh, don yeah yeah that one is it's pretty good i like a, a lot of the tracks on there but uh not everything on there is like you know what i would have expected but, you know. ain't she ain't she uh like wild caribbean she's yeah like, she's uh trini she's actually trini right? yeah and if you notice a lot a lot of the rappers from back in the day the most popular rappers a lot of them were fucking caribbean because biggie was jamaican what? and uh <clears throat> yeah his, his mom's from jamaica yeah. and um Tr- foxy is trini uh I can't remember was cannabis from somewhere. I'm trying to remember. Fuck. See now I'm all high and shit. I can't remember. Look, shit. That's the worst when you try to remember shit that you normally would remember, but you're fucking high. Exactly. You gotta explain to people that you're high. Exactly. But a lot, of, a lot of, a lot of big rappers have been like, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Heavy D. Do you do you remember Heavy D? Or have you heard of it? He's a uh, Jamaican also. Oh, so yeah, a lot of a lot of popular rappers back in the day become like rap uh, are from the Caribbean, and it's kind of a trend that keeps going on. Because yeah, yeah. Nicki Minaj is from Trinidad, and Drake is from. <laughs> I'm fucking playing y'all. Jamaica Tron of Dad. Don't, don't kill me though. <laughs> Jamaica Tron of Dad. <laughs> Jamaica Tron of Dad, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, oh. That's a good one. We gotta, we, gotta, we gotta patent that one. For real, Jamaica Tron of Dad. <laughs> but, oh, the, forgot to say, the last Joan is the outro, number 13, yeah. for the Foxy Joan. But, uh, overall thoughts? Uh, look. I hate the. Now, I know I might get some hate for this dog, but I'm not the biggest fan of, uh, female MCs. I just, I just feel like when I'm listening to certain things, I can only hear you rap about something for so long. You know yeah. What I mean? and, and, and I don't know until it just gets like, I'm not really trying to hear this. Mm-hmm. But, I think she did a real good job at just keeping a good balance through it. Obviously, she had her, her moments, cause, you know, at the end of the day, she's a female. Yeah. So, but regardless, I think she kept it about rapping. 
and I think she, regardless if she didn't write most of the jokes or not, I think she, her delivery and everything was just really good. Facts. So, um, I was really, I was really impressed to be honest. I really was. Um, and overall, I'm gonna go ahead and give it. I'm gonna give it a seven point five, but a, like a high seven point five out of ten. Gotcha. Um, some I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say some of the songs just sound a little bit dated. And obviously, you know, it's a ninety six. Yeah. But um, but it was it was a good album. I I really was as the first time hearing hearing any bit of Foxy Brown music. It was a good album. All right. <clears throat> now I trying not to be completely fanboyish about. Hey, it's all right, man. It's all right. <laughs> but um, overall, I mean, I've already gushed about the album. I love the album. It's an album that I grew up listening to. Um, it's an album that's very near and dear to my heart. It's one that's regularly <laughs> in my in my rotation. Uh, and it's just a good fucking album. It's it's a lyrical album. It's got beats. The the guests that are all on there do a great jobs. Right. So I mean, I have I've really never had anything bad to say about this album. I've always loved it. I don't know if that's just nostalgia possibly clouding my vision. I mean, not, not, I guess <laughs> not another listen through it through again. I mean, I've listened through it again, and I see that there are some things like like we were saying. Um, no one's is not one of my favorite songs, and yeah. it's never has been. Um. And I always was pissed at the fact that Method Man didn't have a verse on Il Nana. Uh, Fox Boogie is pretty good, but I always thought sometimes it could have been a throwaway song. But I mean, it was still a cool song to work with. So it's just like, yeah, I recognize that there are issues in it, like, as a musical connoisseur, as I like to call us and shit. So I would say overall, like, I really want to give it a 10 out of 10, and I even wrote down 10 out of 10, but... Speaking on it, I have to give it at least a nine out of ten. Okay, I give it a nine out of ten because I mean, there's very little that I can say that's bad about the album, but I also don't want to seem like I'm just riding. I'm with you. I'm with you, girl. Okay, so my album uh, suggestion for this week is going to be Lupe Fiasco, Food and Liquor. That's a classic right there too. Um, Not only for just uh, songs like Kick Push, but also. Daydreaming, I love that song. That's a classic joint on there. So uh, if you haven't had a chance to listen to Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor, I would suggest you go get you a copy of that joint and put it in your ear hole and enjoy it. All right, man. Because that's a good album. I'm just going one of the recent albums I was listening to because I honestly really do like this album. I just forgot about it. Um, I'm gonna go with Man on the Moon number the first one, uh, Kid Cudi. Okay. This was probably everybody's introduction, or at least it was my introduction to Kid Cudi, uh, and it's. Especially if you're a fan of, of, cause I know, I know some people don't like Kid Cudi cause kinda doesn't really rap anymore. Yeah. But this is, this is definitely an album where he rapped a lot on, so. Okay. I think this is, this is, this is a really good album. So. Alright, but I've, um, I've listened to Man on the Moon. It wasn't bad. I like mixtape Cudi better, but. How much? How much? Alright, uh, so that's it for this album review for Foxy Brown Il Nana. We're going to come up with a couple more albums to go ahead and review for you guys and have yes, those sir. soon. Have another regular episode. And we're going to see about getting my man, uh, who's a DJ in here, see if we can get that scheduled, uh, have a nice little conversation, see how he mixes and how he, how he decides what he mixes and stuff. So, and how DJs see the culture. Hey, I'm with it, man. Hey. Don't have him in here. And yeah, so definitely send questions in if y'all have any. Yes, yes. When we, uh, we're going to write down our questions. For sure. But if you have any questions, like leave them in the comment sections. You can DM them to us on, uh, Instagram. Tweet them to us. Uh, whatever it whatever is, it you, is you got, us, man. Yeah, let us know. And you can also, you know, you find us on those featured programs, <laughs> those, those beloved featured programs at HQ Podcast. And yes, that is all spelled out. Yes, uh, you can also listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, Google Play, yeah. iTunes, yeah. iHeartMedia, 
uh, Stitcher and Spreaker. 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 And uh, you can catch us on uh, Facebook at Hip. Uh, just search us out as Hip Hop Heads Podcast. And uh, I think that's everything. Anything else you want to tell the people today? No, man. Like I said on last joint, thank you for rocking uh, rockin with us. Thank you for uh, even through our little break right now. But we're back at it. We're going to hit y'all with more frequent shit, definitely. Yes, sir. And uh, st- st- stick with us, man. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. On behalf of us, we out. Peace. Peace.